The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Chad Bradford. Hey, 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 it's Faith Rivera. We are Voices of Unity and we are back. Show We're two. Back. Show two of the new year, 2023. Yes. 23. Free in 2023. Hashtag, hashtag, no, 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 dad, 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 listen. It's free in 23. Pound sign, free in 23. I got it. Oh my got gosh. it. I'll Pound put sign. it in my cellular mobile telephone device. Now, it's like, do you remember back in the day when we started using hashtags, y'all? And everyone's got this that pound sign. And this, do you remember when we started using the hashtags? Oh, yeah. I when was bad. Faith, Faith is going, no. I'm going, I Faith. Don't, I don't even remember. Yeah, because it took me a while to really get hip to what that was. So on our show, mm-hmm. they were telling us to use these hashtags. Hashtags. So. I would say we started using hashtags. And maybe one of our listeners can write in and let us know the actual date. I would say it's probably maybe twenty like twelve. Really? That sounds yeah, plausible, it's kind I guess. Of because that's when I remember social media really started to kind of blow up in our businesses. Around twenty ten, we really started using mm. social media more and the hashtag was the thing. And then some people lost their minds with the hashtag. It was hashtag meditation, hashtag love, hashtag freedom, hashtag. I was like, stop using the hashtags. To be honest, in my post, I would use my hashtags to say more of the story that I might not want to reveal on top. (laughs) You'd have to. You'd have to. That was you. That was that me. was you. That's what I do. It was my. I was too afraid to post it in the post. So anyway, I, I was the kind. I didn't want to actually put the hashtags in underneath. I would like include it. I'd be in like, I'm in hashtag Tennessee today, having a hashtag beer. Okay. Oh, <laughs> let's have a that real talk so... about it. No, let's no, no. We about... will. But here's the thing, too. Here's the whole point, and it's so funny because our younger, like millennials, I don't even know if they're millennials or 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 Gen Z or they make fun of us older people right now. How we try to use the hashtag, and me being on TikTok, and I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, remember? Do you remember last year? I say I am not going on TikTok. Not TikTok. Remember? I avoided it. And someone told me it was another motivational speaker said that if you really want to make some waves with the young people. You got to get on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I did this year. I'm still not 100% in it. 
I, I love it. I'm embracing it, but I still don't know how to use it. I want to do some dances on there with you. That's the only reason why I do I am it, not but... dancing on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I am not dancing. Yeah. I think that's no thing. But no. it's expression of creativity flowing through you. That's like a great role model. Are you serious? Chad, would okay. you dance on TikTok? Uh, from from maybe my collarbone to my head. <laughs> You know, you're a dancer too. I'm gonna Dad, you're a dancer to too. But 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 Are listen, you... here's the thing about I, I, that's the thing that I I think maybe was the trigger about TikTok is that everyone got on and started dancing. I'm going, I just didn't want to be the old guy dancing on TikTok. And I'm like, but they're set free. I mean, for me, it was like, yes. I mean, it's just like setting yourself free. I think. It's... Are you a TikTok faith? I only if there was a person to press it and upload it. No, I don't. I want to do it, but I don't want to learn it. And not, you have not, a TikTok account. I did, but I don't have. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Okay, so, so yeah. word in the street can. is that Facebook yeah. is for people about to die. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Instagram is for the middle aged people. TikTok oh, is for Lord. the young young. How is this inspiring? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But it's voices of unity. So we can talk about anything and everything. This is our fun catch up. We try to keep it light in, in the beginning, but we are oh, talking about tick and the talk. Oh, the tick Lord. and the talk. Okay. You know? <laughs> Do you remember the Betty White? Um, it was one movie and she goes, um, she goes, I'm on the Twitter or something like that. She goes, oh, yeah, you call that's the, right. when you call yeah. the, I'm on the Facebook, I'm when you the call the then you know you're you're probably have outgrown it. So I call it the TikTok. If people yes. I feel like the tick and the talk. I feel like down here, I don't know what they do in Hawaii or yeah. in Florida, but down here, you know, in that's Arkansas. just with, that's kind of yes, down in Arkansas, that's with everything. In Arkansas, not only is it the on the first end, we put an S on the end, so we go to the Walmart and oh. the Kmart. You program. and my cousin with Walmarts. It's Walmart. <laughs> it's Walmart. I have that is a pet peeve of mine. Walmarts. There is no Walmarts. It's Walmart. One mark. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm okay. just saying. <laughs> you, my cousin. Oh. We were at dinner. We were at dinner at um we we're at a buffet, of course, because you know my family love a buffet. Mine Never too. loved a buffet. What is up with that? And she's sitting there, I gotta go to Walmart. So I go tell Rita it's not Walmart. And she just started laughing. I said, it's Walmart, and the whole family just laughed. Because oh everyone has said that Walmart. Oh, yeah. You know? We've never heard that here in Hawaii. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, my you know, that's our that's our hometown small business is Walmart here in Arkansas. It was born in Bentonville, Arkansas. Really? And so, oh, wow. yes, yes. Do you know Walmart? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, it has transformed that part of the state. Oh, I mean, it's the, sure. one of the fastest growing areas in the whole country right now. Do, wow. you, do you know what the number one um, company with that has the most employees hmm. in the world? Walmart. Really? Yes. Um, I'm obsessed with this new show on NBC. We should get a kickback. They should be sponsoring us. It's called <laughs> The Wheel. Have you seen The Wheel where it's on NBC and there's celebrities on the wheel and the wheel oh, goes around and it yes, stops and they got to answer these trivia questions and these, you know, you got to match up with the thing. And I learned, you learned something on TV. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You learned something on TV. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, you know, y'all, I just want to say, because this is why we do Voices of Unity. And we, you know, we really make it the, the, the intention to talk about anything and everything, because believe it or not, everything is spiritual. And I truly believe oh, that yeah. everything is spiritual. So going to Walmarts is very spiritual. <laughs> um, you know, just hang out with y'all It's actually my new laughing. mantra I'm using what? is Walmarts. What, what is it? Say it. Walmarts? Mantra. That's my new mantra. Yes, in my meditations. Walmarts. <laughs> oh, Walmarts. Okay. But one of the things that we are talking about today, and along with some really good music, I love the song we chose today. I love that song, uh, Faith. We are really talking about dreams. And oh, I am 
fascinated with dream analysts and in, in analyzing my own dream. In fact, I keep a dream um, journal by my bed because mm. when I get up in, in, and I wait too long, if I don't write it down, I'll forget it. I'm going to ask our um, guests about that. But, um, and, and I think we get so many messages from our dreams. And this is why I'm very excited about this, um, this show this, this, this week. So, hey, Faith, can you introduce who our guest is? Oh, yes. We're very excited to be having here with us, um, I'm going to say a world-renowned psychotherapist, international speaker, a dream worker, and an author. This is a Makiel Clerk who specializes in helping people like us to um, find that their inner <laughs> unique wisdom. What? Yes, he's going to help us right now um, for those people, especially those going through challenges, um, that they can live a more balanced and creative life and fulfilling our life purpose. And isn't that what we're about? Amakiel offers powerful workshops on dreaming at retreat centers all the way to in-house at Fortune 500 companies. And everyone out there listening can not only listen today, but take um, this insight with you in his new book entitled Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation. So we are excited to have our first guest in 2023. Welcome, Makiel. Welcome. <laughs> button yay yes <laughs> thank you for having me and excited to be uh, part of uh, of this first uh, episode yes. oh my yes. goodness hey we, we are very glad that you're here and we heard um from your publicist that you're traveling where are you traveling to right now where are you in the world <laughs> i uh, i just arrived in new york city so oh. a fantastic city to be yeah how's the weather <laughs> yes. how's the weather it's it's not bad for uh, for a New York winter. I think it's uh, oh. forty five degrees or so. No rain. Yeah. Could walk outside without being chill. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I suppose it's a special kind of work to be a dream worker in the city that doesn't sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad um, jokes are coming I knew, early. I guess yes, they had dad to come joke. out. They I love out. that. I love. You know, that. I can, I can, you know, preemptively hear my wife rolling her eyes when she listens to that. But, um, <laughs> but it is such a thrill to have you on the show because I think that dreams. You know, we spend so much of our life asleep um, and dreaming, mm -hmm. and and it just seems like such fodder for spiritual work to dive into. How, how did you get started in this kind of work? I was uh, in my early 20s and uh, uh, kind of stuck in my life. I was depressed, uh, hadn't dealt well with the death of my father who died when I was 10. And uh, my culture and my family didn't know how to deal with grieving. And so unfortunately I learned that if you don't deal with, uh, with grief, it builds up and becomes this black uh, depression and pit. And so I found myself in somewhat of a meaningless, uh, purposeless uh, state. And then I stumbled upon the works of Carl Jung, who gave me some clue on how to, uh, to connect and understand dreams. And I started reading uh, about dreams, looking at my own dreams, and uh, a, a huge transformation took place. Uh, I connected to a sense of purpose, got meaning, my life world expanded. I had a sense that I reconnected with my dad on the other side, which was uh, tremendously healing. So uh, I feel uh, deeply indebted to the world of dream and its inhabitants as I feel they help me climb out of the pit and connect me to something larger than myself, a spiritual life with a sense of, uh, of purpose and color. And uh, that is where, uh, where my dream journey started and I've held on ever since. <laughs> mm, that's 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 amazing. I love the story of how we end up where we are. And so in your dream, I, what do you call it? Dream analysts or what do you what do you what do you call your title? What do you do? What do you call yourself? Yeah, uh, different things at different times. Dream worker, <laughs> dream therapist, dream analyst, dream dream dreamer, dream builder. <laughs> I've, 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 I've used it all. That's that. something. Yeah. So in this journey, what is the most bizarre drink you've had with yourself that you can remember? Oh, uh, well, I've, I've, I've written most of uh, a lot of my dreams down. So uh, there's, I think there's different uh, 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 bizarre dreams from uh, uh, dreams that, uh, that are just, uh, just weird in which you encounter uh, an alien and, uh, mm -hmm. and you think it's real or 
dreams in which at once you become lucid and you're in this dream state and you notice, hey, I'm in a dream world and I can uh, can engage with these dream figures. And I ask dream figures, who are you? Uh, what are you doing here? And then you get these surprising answers or um, that uh, the dreams seem to uh, give information about the future or what to, what to do or just uh, flat out point out uh, the things you're doing in your life that uh, aren't so helpful either. And uh, so there's, uh, there's, there's so many weird dreams. Mm. Actually, the word weird is an uh, old Welsh word. Oh. That means uh, to have one foot in the world of dream and one foot in this reality. So oh. if you have one foot in the world of imagination and one foot in this world, you're weird. And uh, so, yeah. therefore, artists are usually weird, and people that are creative <laughs> are weird. We're all weird here. Yes, we're all. Weird. Uh, yes. We should be. We should be weird. We should yeah. be so weird. In Dune, they use that term, the weirded, using the weirded uh, energy, the vibration. I, I get it now. Thank you for that clarity. I was gonna. It was so powerful to hear you share, share Michael, because I've never thought of it. You know, we go to bed and we have these strange dreams. We can't, we can't figure out. But the way you know your own inspiration has led you to help people, I guess, actually make change in their life as you have is such a powerful thing. Um, so I, I'd love to share. Like I know one of my dreams that I used to always have. I had a lot of stage fright. Um, is I would never be able to make my destination. It would be some struggle. I'd lose luggage. I'd lose a baby. I'd, you know, and then, so my question is, can you, do your dreams then reflect your growth? Because I noticed they stopped, you know, after a long, yeah. I haven't had them a long yeah. while. And and then um, I, I had one dream where it was, everyone was just asking, what do I want? There are people asking me what kind of jewelry and, you know, and to have those feelings, you know, so, can it be a real sign of your own growth or a breakthrough, those dreams? Yeah, totally. I think that uh, uh, we are uh, a process in unfolding. Just like uh, the rose seed becomes a rose, we become uh, us. And so somehow our talents and qualities, they try to manifest themselves into the world. Mm. And so in the dream, it, uh, it pre-configures the direction we, uh, we uh, go into. Or uh, when we get stuck, uh, the dream will uh, often uh, start getting uh, uh, repeating dreams. These uh, these dreams with uh, I'm running to the classroom and I can't find it, or uh, I'm lost, or uh, whatever the dream is. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can indeed see if you if you work through an issue uh, that those repeating dreams will disappear at night. And you will get, uh, of course, new challenges and issues. But it's a, it's a great reflection and uh, and suggest some inner work on your end that those dreams aren't repeating anymore because you must have grown, have found a better way to deal with, uh, with that challenge in your life. Mm. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, we've had this discussion, Chad and Faith, we all talked about this. And so um, in the beginning of the pandemic, we all were all having these very lucid, incredible, deep dreams. It was like a shared experience globally. A lot of my friends were saying the same thing. I'm having these really incredible dreams. And I felt as if my spirit was traveling from dimension to dimension. I was actually in dream travel. I really believe that where I would come back and I would be tired. And I mm -hmm. would just like even pray, God, I just don't want to dream tonight. I want to get some sleep. I don't <laughs> want to travel tonight. I remember saying that, please don't let me travel tonight because I was going way out there. Yeah. Was it the how can you explain this group experience of having these deep dreams during the beginning of the pandemic? Well, uh, if we uh, would imagine ourselves to be uh, waves on an ocean, so each human is a wave, and we're all uh, coming out of the ocean, being connected to the ocean, and sharing the ocean. And if that uh, ocean is uh, maybe a, a collective consciousness, or unconscious, or an other world, or a spiritual realm that we all come from and share, then uh, in dreaming, we can descend into the ocean and uh, meet others, uh, whether those others are uh, other fellow humans or maybe uh, other beings that, uh, that live in this uh, spiritual realm or the ocean. And uh, that would, would be one way to, uh, to, to think about it. Indigenous cultures would always talk about the other world. And the other world wasn't a world somewhere in another place, it would be a world coexisting 
to this world and you enter that world through imagination. So you can enter in the, from this world into the other world through fantasy or daydreaming or um, these days people take ayahuasca to get into the other world or dreaming as a variation of the other world. So there's all these other worlds coexisting and it sounds like at night, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, you travel through all these other other worlds and then we're a, a tired traveler upon waking. Yes. May I ask, what is that part of us that is doing that surfing of those waves of consciousness? What What is that part of us that is dreaming? Well, it is... It is uh, uh, um, yeah, you, you you could say your your larger psyche or your soul that uh, uh, in uh, plus whatever you will call the ego or yourself or the I that is uh, that is uh, actually always coexisting in those realities. But at night, it is it is much easier to sink into the other reality because a dream is a, is a world. Sometimes people think, oh, it's a letter that needs to be deciphered. But a dream is not really a letter. It's not a two-dimensional metaphor. You're in a world uh, where you meet others, do things. There's the crocodile, you run, whatever you do in the, in the dream, right? And, and so you're in that world that you take for real. You don't even think you're dreaming because actually your mind is awake as well. So during sleep, your mind is awake. It's just not aware that it's dreaming. And then you wake up and... You're in this reality and you take this reality for really real and you go to bed and you're in another reality, you take that one for really real. And so you circle through those realities uh, actually constantly. Mm. Those realities are not only in the daytime, they're also coexisting. And mm. so in a, in, in, a, in a daydream or hypnogotic state, you can, can get there too. Mm. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking of Inception, the movie. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, Michael, when you know when you talk about it, it's hard, I think, for our our mind or my, at least my mind, you know, to wrap it in and say like, oh, you're answering dimensions, this and this, and and yet, I mean, there's real evidence, you know, that when you, you're able to apply tools that you share in your book, that you can like actually see change in the physical life you're living, right? And you've yeah. created this process um, called dream incubation. Could you share mm -hmm. a little bit about that with us, please? It's a, it's a very old technique in which people ask the dream or the source of dreaming or the larger awareness or your spirit guide or God or whatever name you give to the mystery. And you can ask that a question before you go to bed in order to elicit a response in your dream. And it's been done in African uh, traditions, Hinduism, uh, Buddhism, Native Americans, and uh, the Asclepian uh, tradition in, in Greece. It comes back in almost any spiritual tradition, this, this notion that you can ask the mystery of life a question before you go to bed in order to, uh, to get a dream response. And uh, in the book, I wrote out the five steps, how really anyone can do this because it's a, it's a very accessible way uh, for getting answers. Yes, so, I wouldn't oh, Go ahead. No, I mean, I'm just going to carry on with this. Yeah. And in this time of incubation, what is the nightmare? Because a lot of us have what we call nightmares and they're terrifying. And, and for me to ask, what is this all about? Most of the time, I just want to get out of it. Yeah. When I have a nightmare, I don't want to stay here and, and be in an incubation and stay with the nightmare. I want to be out of the nightmare. But what is a yes. nightmare? And um, tell us why we have them. Well, a nightmare is, is really an, 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 an extreme anxiety dream. And uh, so it's still a dream and the monster follows you or you get stuck or you're underwater or some experience that is really threatening plays out in, uh, in the dream. And uh, almost always the problem gets uh, resolved by actually entering into the, the issue. So uh, maybe I can share an, an, an old African story. I was born in South Africa, so I trained with the indigenous healers and they told me a story about how lions hunt. And so lions hunt in packs. And in every pack, there's always an older lion whose roar is far more mighty than its ability to run. So the old lion sit at one end of the field and the young lion sit at the other end. And then they wait and they're patient. So they can wait a long time. And then 
the gazelle comes by. And when the gazelle is in the middle, the old lion roars. Mm -hmm. And the gazelle gets scared and runs towards the young lions who are sitting here in the, in, in the field waiting for their dinner to arrive. Mm -hmm. Up, so it's over. So says the older generation to the younger generation. Run towards the roar. Run towards what you fear. Because actually, that is the place where you will be most safe. You will outrun that old lion. You'll never outrun the young lions. Mm -hmm. And the same applies to these, these, uh, these nightmares. The monster that chases us very often has something that, that wants to uh, contribute to our lives. Uh, it might be a discarded aspect of ourselves and, and we don't like it, but we would benefit from it when it is included. So if we would even use this technique of dream incubation, say, uh, let's say yesterday I was chased by the monster and tonight I say, gosh, dream, you really frightened me. And uh, um, uh, please be gentle with me. But monster, do you have anything to tell me? And then I write it out. Monster, do you have anything to tell me? Maybe make a little drawing. And then I see what monster is going to tell me. And then so often it comes up with a surprising uh, answer. Like, oh, I'm your discarded aspect that wants to write a book. You're uh, afraid for writing a book. Or uh, whatever it, uh, it has to, uh, to contribute. Like, so that know, is, uh, go ahead. Does it... <laughs> Okay, because I understand the, you know, and I'm sure we have to, you know, study the, the process and apply it in asking the question, but I guess my, my question is, is the answer that clear, you think, or does it take months? I mean, I guess it just depends on the person and how open you are to receiving that message, I guess. Um, it, 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 it depends for 50% on asking the right question. Oh, got it. So, so you, you want to ask a question that's really relevant uh, to you. And then uh, another 30% uh, is uh, engaging in some rituals. And with ritual, it's really uh, some way of, of, of honoring the spirit that you address and say, and, and do something, make, make a drawing or a dance or a prayer or something that mm -hmm. shows respect and, and, and interest. Mm -hmm. And then half of the time, people get uh, really uh, direct answers. Mm -hmm. And the other half of the time, people need to uh, puzzle a little bit on it. Yeah. That, is, that is not infrequent that the dream shows a solution to an issue that we haven't thought about yet. So it takes an angle that is different. And, uh, and, and sometimes we just let it simmer for a couple of hours or share it with a friend. And then at once it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so speaking and, and of dreams... Well, speaking of dreams, we're going to enter into the world that is waiting for you, Faith. Um, this is our time. We, we, we do a um, song every show, and it's that time. And I'm looking at the cover of this track, and it's like, Faith, you are traveling with the stars, and you have all the colors behind you. Um, you are in a dream state here. So tell us a little bit about the song that we're going to listen to today. Yeah. Yeah, I chose this song uh, for you, Mikhail. It's called Wonder because I know, you know, you talk about dream state, but I know you're very much about helping people really live the dream that's in their heart. And so this song is about being able, what I think is to, to live in that dream world more often, this pure world where all our, you know, high, highest dreams and, and things we love and where there's magic, where it abounds. So this song is about telling telling me, telling ourselves to, to live in that wonder, to live in the yeah. dream. Mikhail, how does, it, how does it feel to have a song especially picked out for oh. you on this show? That's what he's all going good, baby. It's it, it, really it, awesome. It, it's, it's flattering and honoring. <laughs> so let's listen to Wonder by Faith Rivera. Let's dance, I know what is 
Hey everyone, and welcome back to Voices of Unity. What a beautiful song, Faith. Wow, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of floating. I feel like there's unicorns yeah. and angels and butterflies <laughs> around me. I, I really feel the energy behind that. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful yeah. voice. Thank you. Thank you, Makia. <laughs> well, it's still in my heart, you know, the, that vision of that kind of life when we can be aligned with those other parts that are, like you said, yeah. in our dreams that are, are trying to be set free or be not made right, but, you know, just ah, so we can just be in the magic of what this life mm -hmm. is meant to be. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I, I'd love to ask you that, you know, Makiel, in your practice in all these years, could you share... Um, some of those insights and breakthroughs you've seen for people, whether it was in their love life, their health, and finding their purpose in personal development, like what, what are some highlights that you've seen this work do for people? Well, well and if you uh, stay with, uh, with music, is uh, um, Paul McCartney had the song uh, yesterday being revealed to him in his dream. He woke up one day in, uh, in Drury, London with this catchy tune in his, uh, in his head and he was uh, wondering where does this come from and uh, did he hear it from his father or wherever and then uh, uh, he made it uh, into a song that's now the most played song on American radio so dreams have very often been uh, the, the the source of uh, of creative breakthroughs whether it is music or uh, in writing and in, in all kinds of artistic forms even uh, the heart uh, sciences uh, have led to Nobel prizes uh, 
<clears throat> business ideas grew out of a dream. A large oil field uh, in uh, Kuwait was uh, discovered uh, because someone had uh, had a dream on where to drill. So uh, dreaming seems to uh, be on standby for everyone mm -hmm. and uh, really uh, uh, comes to uh, with a specific gift to uh, that matches the person's gift. Like you probably will have uh, faith, have, uh, have dreams about music. And I don't, I appreciate music, but I don't have the ability to, to do something with it. So the dreaming spirit knows, oh, it's not that, uh, that helpful to go to Machil, but uh, let me go to Faith because she can do something <laughs> with it. And, uh, and, and so everyone comes into the world with, with, a, with a bag of gifts and the mm. dream adds to that. What, what did you want to yeah. say, Chad? Well, I was just, you know, in thinking about... Um, these kind of breakthroughs and things that you were talking about, you know, if someone comes to you with something that just seems so off the wall, you know, I was in a shopping mall and there was a shark walking beside, you know, how do you begin to enter into the dialogue about the dream and, and, and just the process of all of that? Well, uh, one, uh, one thing I uh, sometimes suggest to people, especially if they don't have a lot of dream work experience, instead of asking the question, what does this mean? ask the question what is happening mm -hmm. and uh what is happening will give uh, give a bit of a structure and uh, will uh, show an experience and then you can uh, start looking at hey where in, where in my life do i recognize this structure or where where is this experience uh, familiar yes then, uh, I... yeah go ahead well i, I just it's it's oh sorry skip go no ahead. Go, no no go, no please well yeah. i just remember reading i wanted to touch on some of your um uh, your your work with uh, Jungian principles, because when you say that, it makes me think. And um, I believe it was man's modern man's search for the soul or something. Jung talks about this creature on somebody's back, and and it's just what you were saying. He said something like, well, "It's not so much about what is this creature; it's that the, he feels a burden of something." Mm -hmm. <laughs> so so what 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 is happening rather than what what is the code to be deciphered? That's fascinating. Yeah, and, and then uh, the next step is uh, we can uh, we can imaginally often get in touch with that creature. So then you mm. can uh, go back in the dream, or uh, like now you would you would feel that creature on the back and and just uh, uh, notice and maybe ask it what brings you here, yeah. and then and then see if it has something that it uh, that it says back, and, uh, wow. and and then you have a different way of engaging with these figures in the dream. Wow. You know, Chad, if you're walking in the mall with a shark next to you, maybe you shouldn't have bourbon before you go to sleep. Just saying, <laughs> so I know you're a bourbon guy. Go shopping. Or shopping. <laughs> but, you yes. know, I have, I have two questions for you. Number one is, um, do we all dream in color or do we dream in black and white? And here's a follow up to this. Why don't we retain our dreams if we don't write them down? Great questions. Um, actually, uh, the, this notion uh, that uh, we uh, dream in, in black and white uh, came up uh, around the time that uh, uh, the black and white television uh, came into existence. Be before and after, mm. uh, people uh, have always uh, thought and, uh, and experienced the dream in color. So we, unless there's a uh, brain disorder, we all dream in color, uh, have always dreamt in color. And uh, so that's answering one. And the second one is at night, your sh uh, our short-term memory uh, goes offline. And uh, so actually our mind is still awake, which is crazy. Uh, we're, we're actually uh, awake, uh, laying in bed. Uh, our mind is awake, but we just don't remember it because uh, the short-term memory is not working. And only upon waking, this uh, short-term memory comes back and uh, uh, therefore uh, we have to repeat the dream usually uh, two or three times to ourselves and then write it uh, down otherwise it evaporates mm. wow. okay that's tripping me out so, <laughs> <laughs> so okay monkey okay, i see you fade your brain is like wait wait because chad said which is we spend so much of our time sleeping right so now i'm feeling all inspired like maybe i need to improve my dream life like you know not mm -hmm. only using my dream life to get clues into the physical life but hell why not 
why can I try to improve my dream life? Is that a strange notion or do you do that? Mm. Like, no, that's, 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 that's uh, 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 especially Eastern traditions uh, who uh, work a lot with meditation and dreams. They try to become uh, aware in the dream state so that when they're dreaming, that they know they're dreaming so that they can use that for uh, personal growth or spiritual development and also optimize their time that their mind is active in those states uh, for, uh, for, for growth. And if you, and, and in these traditions, they see somewhat the day as a cycle uh, from uh, being awake and in the dream time, also as a, as a fractal or uh, a preparation on a larger cycle that people uh, uh, are on earth, die, are in another world, uh, return back uh, on earth, and are in, in that cycle. And they also don't know uh, about the time in between because they're in the other world. And one feature of being in the other world is that our uh, sense of time uh, uh, disappears. Mm -hmm. That's, that's mm -hmm. the philosophical idea in, the, in, in that tradition. But you could, you could use through lucid dreaming your time in your dream uh, more optimal to, you could, you could yell out, uh, I would love to hear the most beautiful song that I could make. Yeah. Mm. And then, and then the dream will give you a song that is uh, the, the, the most beautiful song for that moment that you could make. You could, uh, could bring that then into this reality, or you just say, I would like to hear beautiful music. And then, uh, have, uh, have a, have a gorgeous experience. Wow. And, you know, Michael, some people say that in some indigenous, um, people say that, this is just a dream. Life is but a dream. Like everything's mm. a dream. We are we are walking in a dream state right now. And we must, you mentioned ayahuasca, and I am a huge plant medicine person, that we actually enter into other realms that are really real. Like when we go with Bufo or we do psilocybin, we do uh -huh. different things that really tap into the reality that we are walking in a dream. Can you speak more about that? Yeah, it is uh, 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 the idea that actually that, that, that the world just of, of the universe creates worlds. Right. And this is one world and the dream is a world and the ayahuasca world is a world. And when we have a fantasy about something that becomes a world, so we're also world creating figures. And uh, so, uh, there, there's just these worlds of imagination that are actually coexisting. And the interesting thing is the, the psychological laws of how th these realities get created are similar. And so we can learn from the dream, how the dream reality is created to improve our ability to create this reality. In the dream, for example, you can see that your expectations and thoughts and intentions and beliefs create your reality. This reality is created similarly. It's, it's a little bit more dense and it goes slower, but our own expectation here also creates what we see. If I believe people don't like me or expect that, I start living in a world where people don't really like me. Mm. And, uh, and that's, that's how, how expectation creates, co-creates reality. Mm. It's in a nutshell, how we can learn from these different worlds in, in the, these, these reality creating principles. And can, can you talk about how that, what you just, what you just articulated, how that's related to lucid dreaming, actually being kind of having some kind of agency within yeah. this other world. Yeah, before you do that, can you explain lucid dreaming for those in our, yeah. in our listeners who might not know what that term means? Yeah, lucid dreaming is a dream in which you know that you're dreaming. So you might be walking around, you see a, a grandma, and you think, hey, that is strange, grandma died. Oh my gosh, this is a dream. <laughs> and then uh, you're lucid, aware in the dream state that you're dreaming. And the advantage that that gives is, sure, you can use it for fun, you can fly around, uh, you can do whatever. Uh, but you can also uh, use it to, to explore the nature of reality. Uh, how is uh, how does this uh, dream state uh, get created? And an example is 
I was once uh, running in a dream, made these big steps, and at once it was like, oh, I'm in a dream. Hey, this is fun. And I found myself in front of a house with a brick wall. And I thought, what if I uh, push through that brick wall? So I pushed through the brick wall. I could feel the brick around my arm and uh, it felt really real. And then I thought, what if I don't want my arm to get out of this wall, but I easily could pull my arm out. And then uh, I woke up. What I, what I learned there is that my expectation that you can push through a brick wall in a dream allows you to push through a br brick wall. And uh, I've seen it in others that uh, uh, did fly through a wall and they could do it. And then halfway they thought, is this possible? And then click, they get stuck. So the, the moment that your expectation changes, your reality changes. And uh, an expectation is, you see that very easily in the dream, is a an, is an reality creating principle. That's, yeah. that's amazing. I'm a huge sci-fi freak. I mean, I love sci-fi, I love the matrix. I love, you talked about Inception. There is this new sci-fi peripheral. I swear we should be getting kickbacks from these companies. Support the <laughs> podcast, because we're throwing out. But you know that whole thing, and this brings up the lucid dream, it's that whole um, sci-fi kind of thing. If you die in your dreams, you will die in real life. And mm -hmm. I don't know why that, that thought comes up, but I'm sure there's not truth to it. But falling, there was this old wise tale that if you're falling and you fall out of bed, you actually will die. All these different, you know, like crazy notions around dreams. Where do these things come from? <laughs> yeah, a, a, a lot of those things are just made up by uh, by, by people. And uh, uh, if you die in a dream, it's it's usually more metaphorical that something in you dies or some period in your uh, life uh, ends or you know, or your job ends or the place you live or something to that extent. It's, uh, it's, it's very metaphorical. And then indeed, once in a while, uh, a person will die. But they've done a lot of research on dying. And uh, they see that uh, the, the dreams uh, that uh, dying people have, they looked at uh, people that are dying from cancer three to so six months before they die, is uh, that they have dreams about going on a journey. And uh, uh, so journey dreams or, uh, and that was also surprising, uh, a marriage. People would, mm -hmm. uh, would dream about uh, marrying. And uh, those uh, were two uh, dream themes that, uh, that uh, uh, showed up in people that, that, were, that they knew were actually dying. Of course, that doesn't mean if anyone is listening, if they go on a journey tonight, that, uh, that it is uh, the end of their life. There are very often other specifiers around it that you might be yeah. going on a new adventure, but there might be a new adventure after life, uh, after death as well. So please don't write it on the show saying that, you know, Faith Rivera, Chad and Rev Skip said you're going to be dying because you dreamt. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. That's not no, what we're no. talking about up in this joint. So. No. Um, Makiel, in, in, um, in addition to them, you know, picking up picking up your book and really following your work, what would you say are just some beginning steps, maybe for people that don't even have, you know, a, a relationship really with their dreams? What's something easy they can do now to just start tapping into that that healing power that you're talking about in in our dreams? Uh, the the main ingredient or or or, or a state of consciousness is interest, curiosity. If they are interested in uh, in their dreams you will see that immediately the dream starts showing interest in them. Oh. And uh, it is also, we, we all carry this, this source inside that is uh, uh, excited when it is being elicited for support. And uh, so it's, it's, it's not uh, like, uh, oh, well, you haven't paid attention to me. So now you have to do uh, ABC uh, first. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's like uh, gravity. You throw a ball in the air, the ball comes down. You turn towards dreams, ask it a question, engage dreams, uh, respond. It's its nature. And, uh, and its nature appears to be that it loves to help and educate. So if you ask, uh, how do I get uh, a million dollars? It might think, why do you need that? 
but if you if you if oh, you say, I can tell I... you a million. Why I, <laughs> I can tell you a million, million reasons, my brother. Okay. Well, the, <laughs> and, 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 and maybe the dream will will think, hey, Skip has a good reason there. I'll help him. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, we do something here on the show. I think you're going to really love this. We call it the SSP. It's our sexy spiritual pebble, and this is the time where we talk about a takeaway from the show or something that we can give our audience as maybe a mic drop moment or something that really uh, touched you. And um, so um, I'm going to uh, give it to Chad first, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to take it to Faith, because I always go to Faith first, and then I'll do my SSP. And then um, Michaela will have you do your SSP as well. So. Uh, Chad, yeah. what is your sexy spiritual pebble for today? You know, as somebody who grew up in that old time religion down here, all I could think about when you were talking about um, you, you were talking about expectation and you were talking about this 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 um, idea that um, the the expectation that our uh, that we kind of put into our dreams um that, that we experience there also happens in our lives. And that's, that's kind of another way of talking about manifesting um, and, and putting your arm through something or flying through something. And then all of a sudden you say, Oh, that's not possible. And you're stuck. And all I could see was those old time illustrations of, of, of Peter starting to sink into the water, uh, coming off the boat, walking on the water with Jesus. And it's the same kind of symbolic thing that um, our, our beliefs in our lives and our beliefs in ourselves actually create not only this dream world, but our physical world. Um, and that's something that when we can hold on to and tap into, there seems to be uh, unlimited power in that. So that's my SSP for this one. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord, Beautiful. he went to the Bible. He went to the oh, Bible. You know. when, he, when he goes, when he does that Arkansas Bible stuff, you got to watch out. It's deep. <laughs> I love you, Chad. Oh, my gosh. I love you, brother. Preach oh, it. My gosh. Preach, yes. preach it. <laughs> Faith, what's your SSB, my sister? It's it's the same, although without Peter and the water and the Bible. <laughs> I didn't I didn't put that all together. But no, it, it was just a powerful thing where expectation changes everything, you know, in a dream life and our real life. And one other one other SSP I have to share is I just love how you um for me, my takeaway is that my dreams are not only friendly, but they really want to help me yes. you know they really want me to have the, the the biggest life i can have so uh thank you for that that's a gift yes it's powerful about you rep skip well well you know mine is a challenge that i because i'm the one who wants to run out of the nightmare <laughs> okay mm. i want to get out of the nightmare when i'm in the midst of it and it's it's physical sometimes i feel it i'm sweating through it and i'm just trying to get away from it i'm gonna try it the next one, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run to the lion. Yeah, <laughs> to the old lion. I'm gonna run to it and embrace it, and um, I'm gonna see what happens. Now, yes, you know, my my. I gotta tell you the one of my fears, and it's not um, justified, but it is a fear. I don't know why I'm afraid of snakes, and when mm. I have snakes in my dream, I am just. Ah! I don't know if I can run to a snake, my brother, because I am just. <laughs> But I'll try it. I'll mm. I'll try it. So this is my SSP. I'm going uh -huh. to accept the challenge to run to the lion or run to the snake. And I'm well, hoping I gotta, it's a lion. <laughs> I, I do want to I do want to throw this out because boy, it was all I could think about when we were talking about it. Because I teach I bring this into my first day of class when I teach introduction to theater. It's Joseph Campbell's quote when he says, "The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek." And that ooh, ooh. is just so resonant for me. See, um, I don't wow. like it when you rev skip me. You just like, <laughs> why, why you got to rev skip good. me? That was Listen. really good, though. That was really good. <laughs> I got to say, Chad, I'm like, wow. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I got, I'm, I'm muting you right now. Mute. <laughs> Love you. Okay. So, Miguel, can you give us a drop moment, a mic drop moment, your SSP that our listeners can take away from you? What was the thing that stuck out in, in your heart today? 
Well, I uh, really loved the uh, fun and lightheartedness and playfulness that uh, the three of you uh, bring to this. And uh, I think those are such uh, great ingredients also for, uh, for dream work. Don't uh, take it too serious. Uh, actually, too much seriousness uh, stifles the journey and the process. So if we are uh, playfully engaging with the dream and see what happens and then change and then try again and then laugh and then have more fun. Uh, actually, this whole uh, whole dream incubation works better, and uh, and you were uh, the embodiment of uh, that kind of playful uh, spiritual engagement. I love, I love that. It. Have more love fun. It. That is so amazing. So, where can we follow you? Where can we on on social media? If you're on TikTok, I don't know if you're on TikTok or not. But where can we find your book? Where can we just? Because I'm totally a fan, and I'm going to be following you. <laughs> Thank you. So my book uh, is titled Dream Guidance. You can get it on uh, on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. It, uh, I, I was here in the Barnes and Nobles in New York. Uh, they had a copy. So um, there you can also get a hard copy. And um, I'm on uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. I heard it. And uh, uh, <laughs> people can uh, just uh, I'll, I'll put there uh, little tidbits about dreams and psychology and etc. So people can follow there. I have a website, which is uh, hard to say. It's Machiel Clerks, my name, MachielClerk.com. And um, I'll send out a monthly newsletter. And then I started out of a dream, a company called the Jung Platform, J-U-N-G Platform, where we have uh, over 150 programs on uh, psychology and dreams and synchronicity and archetypes and African shamanism for, uh, for the general audience. And uh, you can find more there as well. That's amazing. We will make sure we drop all those links into the program notes so yeah. our listeners will be able to easily follow it. And I'm in a dream state right now, just realizing there's still a Barnes and Noble. Yes, there is. <laughs> I bought is gifts from there. It, my <laughs> son loves it. There's young people that what? love it. Yes. I love it. I love it. Hey, Faith Rivera, where can people follow you? Where are you in the world this week or next week or the following yeah, week? Yeah. I know time time is now i'm here now. Mm -hmm. uh, faith, you now? faith you know at faith rivera music uh depending when you're hearing this i will be joining uh unity grand valley online and aside from that i'm i'm in the studio recording y'all so uh yeah do we have a full new <laughs> album coming out or ep what's happening no neither at this point this <laughs> is for this is for tv and film so it's my it's faith the gangster spiritual rapper person <laughs> Maybe we'll see we'll see if we play don't, any of that stuff don't here. you need a guest appearance featuring rev skip <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yo chad what's up brother where can we find you yeah you can always find me at chad bradford one on all the socials um if you want to see a very outdated website, head over to chad-bradford.com and uh, my yeah. thoughts from three years ago. Um, oh it's not that bad, but it's oh not great God. either. Uh, and you can also hit us up the Arkansas Shakespeare Theater at arcshakes.com. I love it. Now, now yeah. listeners, if you really dig really, really hard, you can find a video of Chad Bradford tap dancing. <laughs> I've seen that video, but you gotta look hard. You gotta go research it. You gotta yes, get that video. A, a deep that's dive. A video. I'm gonna find it, Chad. You gotta find it. You gotta find it. Y'all, you can follow you, me. Yep. You can follow yes. me at all the socials. And as I announced last episode, I am now on TikTok. Um, I'm calling the tick and the talk. So you know I'm really have outaged that, but I I like it and I'm I'm putting up some motivational, inspirational quickies. Um, everything is um, uh, Rev at Rev Skip Jennings and um, yeah, Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Don't forget to go to my website. I'm taking a group of people to Bali this year and we're doing a spiritual retreat in the land of dreams. That's the land oh, of dreams yeah. in Bali. Think yeah. about it. Yeah. No, we're going uh, June 4th through the 14th. We still have space, but they are really going quickly. So I would love for you listeners to come with us for an enchanted dreamlike state in Bali. <laughs> and also remember, you can follow us on Instagram. We are voices.unity.voicesofunity.com. 
da 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 <laughs> And we are also on Facebook in our Facebook group. What day I'm going to get that right, y'all? <laughs> we, we have a Facebook group. <laughs> you have a Facebook group called Voices of Unity where we're going to be doing some live broadcasts this uh, coming year. So stay in tune with us. Follow us. You know, my brother, you are such a dream to have you. See what I did, Chad? My, my, my dad joked hey. there. You're, you're, you're such a dream to have as a guest. Hakiel Clark, hey, yes. stamp of approval, Skip. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, everyone, we will see you next episode. Remember, stay safe, love yourself, and dream. Make sure you dream. Yes. <laughs> Keep dreaming. God bless everyone. <laughs>